Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. We are happy to be joined by the Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mo Zaloc. He joins us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. Mo, I know you are an incredibly busy man. Thank you so much for giving us a little bit of time today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good afternoon, guys. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you, especially as your team has now won eight of the last 10 games. You're playing much better baseball. And last night, it was really nice to see Matthew Liberatore and that performance that he had for you guys. I I am curious, Mo, how does his performance play into both the short and maybe even the long-term plans of how you're looking at your rotation? Yeah, great question. And uh, I, I think everybody would agree his outing last night was uh, was great to see. Obviously, he was pitching really well down in Memphis. And in terms of, of how we'll think about it now moving forward, I would imagine there'll be a point where he does get an additional start here in the short term. But we may go through uh, five guys and then uh, bake him back in. But I know our coaching staff is still going to determine that, but I think that's how we're thinking about it. And then in, in, in the short term, he might be used out of the bullpen um, over the weekend, but then ultimately get a start uh, down the road. John, speaking of the rotation, we've seen success recently with Miles Michaelis and Jack Flaherty. What has your evaluation been on this Cardinals rotation in its entirety of the season thus far? Well, I think, you know, you, you look at our year, it, it certainly started off on the wrong foot. We didn't uh, begin how we had hoped for the month of April. And, you know, right now we're, we're kind of having to deal with those pains. But when, when you think back to, to that time period, you know, what could we have done differently or what would you have liked to have seen improved in your, your specific questions on the rotation? And obviously um, when you look at those starts back then, we, we weren't getting a lot of quality starts. Um, and that's for a variety of reasons. And, you know, when you look at where the rotation is right now, it's, it's obviously great to see Jack's last outing. Obviously, Michaelis has been pitching better. Matt's has been pitching better. Wayno's Wayno. And, you know, I think we feel like we're starting to catch stride and, and you know, we are where we need to be. Um, you know, obviously, when you can take a starter and go deeper into a game, it takes a lot of stress off your bullpen. And, you know, that's what you're trying to avoid. But, you know, overall, my, my hope is where this rotation is at this point is something more of, of, of a step forward than just sort of caught in neutral. Mo, I want to be up front here in the offseason. I said I thought you guys took the right approach with the rotation, betting on Jack Flaherty, trying to find out what he was going to be this year. And you don't need me to reassert you. But uh, one of the biggest questions that we get from our listeners is why the Cardinals didn't add to the rotation in the offseason. 
when you look back at the opportunities that were presented, that were out there available, whether via trade, whether via free agency, uh, do you feel as though any of those would have made a meaningful difference? Because there have been some injuries around the league. There have been some guys that were available that have underperformed. Do you feel as if any of those would have made a meaningful difference from what we've seen from your rotation so far this year? I mean, obviously, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And, and to, to look back, I can say this. There were a lot of starters that we were engaged with in the offseason. And I can tell you that, that almost all of them have either are either on the IL now or, <laughs> or are not playing well. And so, like, you know, would it have been a different circumstance? Would the injury have not happened if they were with us? Like, we, we, we went into this knowing that, that you know, Mike Liss, Flaherty, Montgomery, Wayno, and Matts were going to be our five. But building some protection for that was something we, we, we definitely were trying to do. And, um, you know, we didn't do it. But, you know, hopefully somebody like Libertor steps up and gives us that. So, you know, we'll see. I, I mean, I know, like, we had an awful month of April. I get it. And um, I assure you, I hear a lot of this, too. <laughs> I, I, I don't tune in, so don't be offended. But I still get a lot of a lot of feedback that, that has not been overly encouraging or, or, or helpful for your ego. But, you know, I, I think when I look at at our process and what we did, I still believe in it. And I still think that, you know, this team has a chance to be good and and will be good. And, you know, I'm glad we're playing better baseball now. And I hope that continues throughout the summer. John Mosaloc is our guest here on 101 ESPN. He's the Cardinals president of baseball operations. Uh, Mo, I, I know you knew the question was coming. We got to ask you about the Wilson Contreras situation over the last uh, two starts where he's been behind the plate. The Cardinals have allowed exactly one earned run, which is certainly a positive indicator on his performance behind the plate. And yesterday being back there with Matthew Liberator was nice to see. I do want to read the quote that he gave to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch on what changed for him during this stretch. He said, it's all the same. I don't think I changed anything. It's my game. There were a couple of suggestions that the pitchers have made about the target, maybe a little lower, maybe a little higher, things like that to make the team better, which is cool, but nothing more than that. Mo, when you think about what the last couple of weeks have looked like when you made the decision as an organization to move him away from being the everyday catcher at first DH slash outfield and eventually DH was the sole spot. What what changed for Contreras to earn him the right, earn him the opportunity to be back behind the plate and for you guys to feel comfortable with that again? Yeah, I think maybe the simplest way to say it is is just you know sort of understanding the details that are required for that job. I mean, I, I think you know publicly we've used the word the nuances of of catching, and you know obviously majority of our pitchers have thrown to to the likes of Yadier Molina for the last two decades, so we haven't really had a lot of interchangeable parts there. But I, I think in this particular case, there's just some things that we wanted him to have a better understanding for in terms of prep, in terms of in game. And as you can imagine, in in-game, a lot of that is, is you know, real-time strategy. So, you know, just try to tootle him along on that, give him some tutelage from our, our pitching coach and staff. And and I do agree with his statement in terms of, like, not a lot has changed, but just getting him on that same sort of page with, with his pitchers I think was important. I think we were able to accomplish that. And when you look at his just pure skill set, you can see why people like him because he's so athletic. Um, you know, very rarely do you have a, a catcher that can hit, run, 
can do the things he does. And, and so just bringing it all together, getting him to know his pitchers, getting him to work with them, that that's, I think, really the key to the success. And when this all happened, if you guys recall, I mean, it really the simplest thing I was saying out there publicly was just, just be patient. Um, it's not like he's never going to catch again. It's just we need to get it to where – everybody understands each other. And I think, you know, I think we're getting a lot closer to that. There's always things you can learn. There's always things you can do a little differently, but you know, overall, I think we're pretty confident on, on putting him back behind the plate. Obviously is, that's why he's been there. Is it fair to classify this as something where it was more about the comfort from the pitchers throwing to him than it was anything individually with Contreras? Would it, would it be fair to categorize this as that? I mean, I don't know if I like try to find a blanket, answer here i i just think uh you know we as a staff felt we needed to to give it a little bit of a time out which we did and now we feel comfortable moving forward john another topic that we see a lot of from cardinals fans is talking about this outfield coming into the season it felt like there were a ton of guys and maybe not enough at bats for these individuals and now you talked about it coming into the season specifically with dylan carlson and tyler o'neill that this was their opportunity to step up and produce for the team both have struggled this year. Both are currently on the injured list. What does that runway look like for those two specifically moving forward in your eyes? Yeah, I, I don't think I know the answer to that. I, I think the, the the key for me when we came into this, this season was, obviously, you mentioned Dylan and Tyler. Newt was going to get an opportunity. And then there are guys like Burleson and Yepes that, you know, sniffed some big league time last year. And then there was Jordan Walker. And so we went into spring training with the hope of, you know, two or three of those guys emerging as, as they've earned it and they can run with it. And as you know, as we broke camp, we we broke with Walker, gave him an opportunity because he had a very strong camp. We um, obviously didn't have a lot of newt because he was playing in the WBC, but given how he played there, we thought, okay, we'll give him a spot. And then, you know, we felt like Tyler had a, had a good camp. And so the odd man out there ended up being Dylan. And then throughout the the season, we've had, we've had some injuries. We've had where we, where we just felt like where Walker was with his swing. We wanted some adjustments to be made there. We felt it was much easier to do it at, at the minor league level than the big leagues. And so, nobody's really kind of run with this to where they've just taken control. And now what you're seeing is, is probably more confusion in the outfield in the sense of now you're going to see Tommy Edmond out there. Obviously um, we're, we're hopeful that, that Burleson can take advantage of some playing time, but it's, it hasn't gone. as like, maybe we thought it would. And when I say that, you know, we didn't know exactly how it would come out, but I don't think we envisioned it this way. And, and so, you know, we have to make adjustments. Um, obviously, over the last couple of weeks, we are getting production out of our outfield class, and that's important. John, just as a quick follow-up with Tyler O'Neill, are you surprised at the struggles this year, considering how well he performed at the World Baseball Classic? You know, I don't know how much you can take from the World Baseball Classic, right? Like, like it, it's not where you're playing every day, and, and so in, in short stints, I mean, yeah, you can put up some really robust numbers over three or four games, but what does that mean? And and so, you know, certainly when we got him back, we were trying to you know mix everybody in. I, I think the WBC 
does create challenges for teams, especially when teams have 18 players participating in it. Mo, so much was made this offseason with Tyler O'Neill trying to get himself right physically to, to be able to play as close to 162 as possible, to have that opportunity to play in center field. And now he's on the I.L. again with uh, the back injury. I, I do just want to ask kind of specifically with him, where are you at with Tyler O'Neill in terms of your evaluation of, of his performance this season and, and what what the runway looks like for him as a regular player in that outfield? Well, I, I think in a way you're answering it. Um, one of the things you need to have happen with position players is the ability for them to play. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's a skill, the ability to show up every day, even when you're not feeling 100% and being able to go. And I think in, in his particular case, there's, there's sort of two things that come to mind. It's, it's, you know, do you have the ability to play? And when you are playing, what's the performance look like? And so, you know, for me, you know, I hope he can put it all together and get back to, to what we saw in uh, 2020 and, and 2021 when he, you know, started to have that, those robust types of seasons. But, you know, in, in terms of, like, what the future looks like, it's really going to depend on, you know, how quickly he can get himself back on the field and once he gets back on the field, how well does he perform? Mo, final question for me. We'll get you out of here on this. And thanks again so much for the time that you've been able, been willing to give us today. Uh, with Jordan Walker, I know he was on the ground a ton when he was up here in the big leagues. The, the overall numbers don't look too bad, but he was on the ground a lot while he was here. What have you seen from his swing, his production down in the minors? Uh, and are you seeing some of the changes being implemented the way that you were hoping? We are, um, you know, we are seeing an increase in, in his exit um, launch angle, which is good. And, um, you know, ground ball rate at the big leagues was close to 60%. Right now at AAA, it's closer to 45. So, you know, net, net, those things are good. You know, I think his overall numbers at AAA, people are going to maybe be a little head scratching. He's certainly hitting this some hard luck. His exit velocity, for example, is up, which is good to see. And so I just think, you know, taking a little pressure off the big leagues, allowing him to work and grow at AAA right now is in his best interest and ultimately in ours as well.